All right, I want to do this Tim talk on making art your way of life. And this, this might even become a couple of them uh, because I'm going to read you some quotes from that I've written for some of my photography books. Um, so again, this is called Make Art Your Way of Life. Now, I think it's so important. Art really bursts creativity in a person. And creativity, obviously, is so important in artwork. But in every single other aspect of work and life, of every part of life, it's equally as important, creativity. And working with art uh, births it in every, every part of your being. It keeps it alive within your consciousness. So what I'm thinking about is art. You don't have to, you don't have to make a living doing art. You can just do it for yourself, for your friends, for your community, just the joy of it. And if you discover that you're the kind of artist that can make a living, hey, it's a wonderful way to make a living, and you go for it. But most of us, that's not what we're after. Um, so. As, a, as an example, I started doing photography when I was 12. Photography was a great way for me to express my love for nature. And, and I, at the time I was 12, which was back in the uh, 66, 1966, color photography was just starting to become big in nature photography. And the first photography books were coming out. There was a man named Elliot Porter, a great photographer who I admired. He, he kind of started doing a lot of the Sierra Club color photo books um, as a photographer. And then they had other photographers. And I love those books. And one of his most profound books uh, uh, was about Glen Canyon, a place I love that got flooded from a dam in, in, in southern Utah. And I never forgot that. And it... it showed me how powerful photography could be. And it's an art form as well. So that became my main art form. Although I paint, I create art on the land. I love to work with driftwood, other pieces of wood and rocks, um, and shapes and colors. And I like, I, like to, I like to create beauty within my garden. So art permeates my life. It always has. I also love to look at other people's art uh, to reflect about it when I can afford it, to buy original art from people, support artists. Um, all of that is important. So just to kind of let you into how an artist sees the world as it relates to nature, um, and particularly me as a photographer of nature, I'm going to read you some of my quotes I've written for my books, and I'll expand on them as we go through here. I think you'll see, okay, how... how uh, um, how art and nature are one and the same, really. I mean, probably the greatest artist I've ever <laughs> ever known in my life is the Mother Earth. Everywhere I look, almost every day, it's a new masterpiece. And sometimes just looking at the same thing every day, like Mount Shasta, where I live, every day it's a new masterpiece with the new clouds, the new wind, the new rain, the new sun, you know, the fall colors, the spring colors, the flowers. It's always, every single day, a new masterpiece. So, here we go. So, 
This first quote is, it's called Love of Nature. Photography of nature is my way of showing my love of nature, the art of nature. This one's called To Look at a Photograph. To look at a perfect photograph of nature is to enter into a world that before you looked, you had no idea you were entering into. Some glare, some stare, some calculate its technical perfection. Some notice something about the photograph, such as clouds, animals, mountains, reflections, and then they move on. This is not a bad thing. In fact, it's safe to say that a photographer of nature or of anything else is always honored when someone looks at and enjoys the photograph. But my dream, and I suspect many other photographers' dreams, dream of something more, sometime, of something more, sometimes, is that when someone looks, that they look so deeply that they're carried into the photograph. They travel through it. They look far and wide and close, that they travel the borders and find all the nuances of color, shape, and form, that they forget themselves for just a moment. And in that moment, they are in, the, in that place and that place is in them. To look at a perfect photograph of nature is for just a moment to lose all sense of time and space. To look at a perfect photograph of nature is in the perfect moment, timeless. That is a photographer's dream. You could say that about a painter's dream or a sculptor's dream. Anybody who does art, it's such an honor to have someone look at it and to be touched and moved and motivated by your art. It's just a gift. It's a gift to the world. It makes, all, it makes everything better to do art. It's, you bring, if, you, if you let love come out through it, you let kindness come out through it and beauty come out through it and connect it on and on and on. You can see how many paths it will lead to. Um, the next one I want to read is called The Nature Photographer. The photographer of nature, after a good amount of time, sees what others don't. The photographer walks into the scene and finds the side acts. The photographer of nature finds the heart and the soul of nature and transforms it to film. The photograph goes into the eyes and the brain and the heart and the soul of the viewer if it's right. At that moment, the photograph and nature and the viewer are as one. It's about connectedness to our earth. <clears throat> this one. It's called Don't Forget. Nature photography helps people to remember what we had and what we've lost. Future generations will look and see and remember. Perhaps future generations will help nature to bring itself back. Nature never forgets. Phew, man. Now, that a powerful one? And nature does never forget. I mean, even when we mess her up, if we give her a chance to heal herself, she will find a way to do it. Almost always. Almost always. This one's called Into Me. Nature photography has taught me to look deep into the landscape, sometimes so deep that I lose myself. The landscape and I become one. Moments like this are precious in life, to be cherished, revered, honored. Nature photography has taught me that nature looks back at me 
and nature comes into me. It works in both ways. This one's entitled, This Old Camera. And this could be true about anything. It could be about any tools that you have or the car you love or clothing you love. So think of it, think of it that way. Expand it out from just a camera. But it's called This Old Camera. Some say a camera is a tool. My camera is a Nikon FM2. More than a tool, it's a part of me. An extension of my vision, my love of nature. It carries my medicine from countless photographs and adventures it has spent with me. My camera has given me joy and happiness in countless times. My camera has given me a purpose for my life. It has allowed me to live what I love. This old film camera is, a weathered, is as weathered and beaten as I am. We've gone through it all together. This old camera has a soul and a beating heart of its own. I take great, great comfort in knowing it, it will be with me on the rest of my life's journey. This old camera is my friend. Things like that we make, our tools, the things we use, they literally take on the medicine of us through our experiences. And they become like living beings under themselves. They almost know us. And that's a really, another really special relationship that you can have in this life. I'll tell you a quick story. Back a number of years ago, um, maybe about 10 years ago, give or take, it's, it's uh, 2022 now. Um, I, I, I was parked, my car was parked along the coast of north of Santa Cruz, California. And someone broke the window out and stole my old camera, my camera gear. And I'm sure they did nothing with it. And that, that hurt me so bad. I can't tell you guys. I called the sheriff. They came. Nobody ever found out anything, of course. And I never saw them again. And I was able to find new equipment on the internet, old used stuff from different people. It took a lot of work. And I'm happy now. But for about a year after that, and even today... I feel that wound. It crushed me. It crushed me. I almost thought about giving up photography. It really crushed me. And it did slow me down some. And I just can't... It really taught me how much I love my equipment. And it had been with me my whole... Most of my life. And um, it was a big wound. You know, I'm working on healing it now. I've got new equipment. Things are better. But... I just wanted to just tell you guys that. It, that's how deeply I was connected to that camera. Um, I want to end this Tim Talk now. We'll have a part two of this. Thank you for listening. Oh. You know, I started these talks and I still believe they're mostly for uh, our alumni and future students, people who are interested in coming to our school um, to continue with the teachings of the school and or, and or to be introduced to the teachings of the school, which if I had to break it down, it would be to build a deep personal relationship with nature, reclaim our birthright to be close to our earth, 
in a personal way. Um, and uh, a call to action, uh, a willingness to take on the idea of becoming an earth caretaker as one of the purposes, if not the main purpose of our life on earth. That's what these talks are about. I hope they inspire people. Um, and I'd love to hear from you on ideas for talks you might like to hear and questions you might have if I brought any up.